What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Car Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. Welcome to the show, friends and neighbors. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am one of your hosts today, and people call me Ben Bolin because that is, in fact, my name. And people also call me by my name, which is Kurt Guerin. That's right. Kurt, you and I have had this topic circling around in our heads for a few weeks now, and it's something that longtime Car Stuff listeners may be familiar with. We know that cars are sold around the world, right? Mm -hmm. And in some countries, like here in the United States, we're lucky enough to have car manufacturing facilities here in our own country. So it's pretty easy to ship a car from a factory to a consumer here in the States. But how did these cars get all over the world? After all, cars exist in every country, but not every country has its own car company or car manufacturing ability. That is right. Yeah. So how do they get from point A to point B? I would say by C. Right. And that is not the letter C. <laughs> that is by shipping. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, every year, millions of cars are shipped from one place to the next via truck, rail, air, even, and as you said, cargo ships. Car go ships. Mm. Sorry, swing and a miss. I don't know. (laughs) That is the worst pun. I'm going to acknowledge it, but we're not going to speak of it again. Today, uh, Kurt, you and I are focusing on the ships. Now, I don't know if I ever told you, but you know, it's been a longstanding uh, goal of mine, dare I say a dream, to travel via cargo ship. Really? Yeah, it's a thing you can do. You just have to... You just have to be flexible with your schedule. Mm-hmm. You usually need to book several months in advance, but you can go across the Pacific, you can go across the world, and you can do round trips, or you can do a one-way slow boat to China kind of thing. Uh, you just have to be under, like, 77. So I think we've got time, yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> 
But if you and I did that, we would they wouldn't put us to work swabbing the deck or anything, but we would very much just be ancillary passengers because cargo ships are this enormous industry. They move billions of dollars worth of goods and they ship anything from, you know, like a million beanie babies to just like imagine a random thing, fidget spinners, it doesn't matter. And every single day, cargo vessels are crisscrossing these oceans of ours, shipping automobiles, shipping cars. And they're, they're specialized vehicles, these vessels that ship these cars. Some of them can hold up to what? 8,000 vehicles? Yeah, between 4,000, 8,500 vehicles, I believe. Yeah, they're enormous. They're like giant parking garages. Mm-hmm. And some of the levels can even raise and lower in height to accommodate taller and shorter vehicles. So they're flexible in that way as well. Yeah. Um, so they're very, very cool um, vehicles. They're just giant parking lots, basically. Yeah, that's, yeah they're floating parking lots mm-hmm. and they look weird. You could see some fascinating... Uh, videos of loading and unloading the trucks, which we can explore a little bit. These ships move cars and trucks to the U.S. They go to different ports on the east and west coast, and then once they hit the coast here, they're unloaded, and the cars are transported either to a dealer or to a individual person who has purchased a car from abroad or mm-hmm. is having it shipped. And then it just gets on a truck, or it gets on a rail, and off to the races. That's right. In fact, just down the road in Brunswick, Georgia, I believe it's the second busiest port. First would be Baltimore. Oh, wow. Brunswick apparently handles about 40 ships a month. Holy smokes. Yeah, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have even thought that, because Brunswick isn't really, um, like Baltimore, yeah, sure. Sure. giant. That makes sense. I would have thought Savannah. Savannah handles some of the traffic, but um, but Brunswick gets most of the uh, Roro. Oh, okay. This is the first time we've used this term today. What is Roro? It's a, a ship used to carry cars or actually just vehicles, even semi-trucks or other heavy machinery. And Roro stands for roll-on, roll-off, which is the way that the vehicles get on the ship. So they're not lifted by crane. Like You're talking about a Lolo. Because right. there's the Roro and the Lolo. Yes. I feel like a nine-year-old saying that, but those are accurate terms. Mm-hmm. Lolo is where you use a crane to load and unload cargo. And a Roro is cutting out the middleman of the crane. You're able to physically move the vehicle on its wheels into the vessel. Yeah, they just drive them on. What's weird about this is that we don't really think about the amazing journey a lot of these vehicles take before they end up in the dealership or double parked in front of your favorite grocery store. Mm -hmm. Car carrier ships are these industrial workhorses. Some can haul up to 8,500 vehicles, which is the highest number I had found. And and there was one particular case that really stood out to me because I think there's a good uh, specific example that we can look at to get a snapshot of the industry overall. And that is a boat called the Andromeda Leader. Pretty cool name for a boat, right? Definitely. I feel weird. Sounds like a spaceship or something. It though, does, and it? it looks kind of like a spaceship. The yeah. scale is just enormous. <laughs> it's huge. It has a cargo capacity of 21,443 tons. That makes it bigger than some of the largest cruise ships on Earth. This one specifically is carried uh, 
5,500 vehicles, which is right in that range you described earlier. Mm -hmm. And it's built to Panamax standards. Yeah, the ship is uh, 32 meters or 105 feet wide. Panamax is the dimensions of, or it's the requirements to go through the Panama Canal. And I believe that that is around about the largest that could fit through the Panama Canal, or at least the old standards. They did update these, uh, I believe, yeah. in 2006. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit wider. I think a few of the locks are now a little wider, but mm-hmm. still you'd want to you want to fit through any of them. Right. I would, I would imagine. Can't so. go over Panamax. Right. And so for a while, that was a hard limit on even the biggest ships making that kind of route. Mm-hmm. The Andromeda leader, despite sounding like a spaceship, is a cargo ship. It moves Toyota, Lexus, Scions, and so on across the Pacific, and it gets them to the U.S. So here's the thing. Some of us listening may be familiar with the former football player Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. The name is at least familiar. Mm-hmm. Joe Montana, at least from what I can remember, was kind of well-known for throwing ugly passes that get the job done. Uh, and the Andromeda leader and these car carrier ships, they're kind of like a Joe Montana pass because they look ugly as sin. Mm-hmm. Their performance is not, you know, they're not going to win a beauty contest. The nuts and bolts of the ship and its propulsion are, I, I guess, impressive in the scale, but not not as impressive as you might think, because this is a transport craft. It is only supposed to move cars without wrecking them or sinking itself in the process. Mm-hmm. And if you see it on the on the water, it looks goofy because it looks like it's standing too far out from the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're very, very tall ships. They're like nine or ten stories tall. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're giant boxes yeah. on the ocean. That's what they look like. I mean, very few windows. Some mm-hmm. of them do carry passengers, like you mm-hmm. alluded to earlier. But the ones that are built purely for rolling cargo, they are just giant boxes, purpose-built to to get from point A to point B. Yeah, only about 15% of the hull on the Andromeda Leader is actually submerged when it's in the water. And the captain, I thought you would find this funny, the captain describes the ship as a, quote, floating coconut. Mm -hmm. It sails at 17 to 19 knots, and its journey takes it 28 days. It leaves from a port near Nagoya, Japan, where there's an awesome Toyota museum, to Jacksonville, Florida. And then these cars are unloaded in Jacksonville. They're generally meant for the southeast if they're unloaded there. And then it goes to Newark, where it unloads some stuff. And then on its return leg, as it's as it's sailing back home, it stops in Puerto Rico to drop off a few more cars. And then it goes to Japan empty. And I would assume it, it travels a little bit faster without all that weight. So that's an example of a specific vehicle. But how does the rubber hit the road here? How how do they get these cars into these vessels. There's a science to it, arguably also an art. We'll answer that after a word from our sponsor. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. 
someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And we're back. And as you can imagine, maximizing the number of cars a ship can carry while minimizing the damage to those cars can be complex, which is why they switched to a vessel that you can roll the cars on and off of. Mm-hmm. Until the 1960s, they were generally using cranes okay. to transfer cars off one or two at a time. The introduction of car carrier ships changed that. Before that, there were amphibious vehicles and ships that would transport vehicles to you know, shorelines and okay. various other places. Yeah. And ramps would load the vehicles on and off of land. So roll-offs kind of started long before they were introduced in kind of like a commercial sense. So the ramps are also incorporated on the ships of today, on the large row-row ships. They have a one giant ramp. It's usually towards the back of the ship. The stern, I guess, is what they would call that. And cars are driven on one by one. Very quickly, though, and very efficiently. If you've ever seen this done, it's a ballet of sorts. Yeah, it's fascinating, especially because it feels like it's like watching a, a circus performance or watching those uh, stunts where motorcycle mm-hmm. motorcycles drive in a sphere. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Because I keep... It's ex- a game of inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like- I keep expecting 
something to wreck. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even the semis, when they load them on, they're driving them up the ramps that are just wide enough yeah. to fit these vehicles. So there's very little margin of error. They need about 10 centimeters or about four inches of overhead clearance. Um, so the height determines which deck they are parked on. Like I said before, some of the decks can lower and raise. And on the Andromeda specifically, the shortest deck is too short for a SUV, certain mm. SUVs. But like you said, uh, two of those decks on the Andromeda specifically can be raised to a pretty big height. It's mm-hmm. like 16 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and spacing between the cars is just as critical. They allow for about 30 centimeters uh, or about a foot that separate the front and rear bumpers of the car. There is a gap of some six inches from side to side. If you've ever seen some of the catastrophes where the cars have either they were not secured correct right. or they had come loose during shipment, as you can imagine, complete disaster for everything around them. So I guess parking them close to each other limits that damage a little bit. If one car comes loose, there's not a lot of room for it to travel, but uh, those types of things are rare, but they do happen. So that said, the mirrors are folded in to make for more room to park. And according to a guy named Bill Barrett, a national logistics manager for Toyota, consistent spacing is the key here. He says you don't want scratches on bumpers, you don't want dents, scrape-ups, and so on. So parking them this closely doesn't do the job by itself. They also lash the vehicles down. And at least in the case of the Andromeda, they specifically use a minimum of four nylon straps that are looped through these removable hooks at the bumpers or on the frame. And of course, large vehicles need more straps. And those parked perpendicular to the keel needs more straps. And the clasp on the other end of the straps are attached to holes or rings on the floor. And these things are super taut. They want the cars to barely be able to budge at all. Mm -hmm. Because if even one comes loose when they're parked that closely, it can kind of minimize damage to an area, depending on how rough the seas are or how bad the bumps are. But on the other hand, if the boat takes a big enough knock and there's a loose car, that thing could careen everywhere. It could be like a ricochet effect. Mm-hmm. And if enough cars get dislodged, obviously cargo shifting in a boat like that is not a good thing. So if massive amounts of these things are not secured properly, it could spell disaster for the ship itself. When you were a kid, did you ever do those relay things where you have to like run with an egg and a spoon, mm-hmm. but you can't drop the egg? This is, to me, this is like that if... Every ru- every moment that you ran with the spoon was worth millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you drop the egg, uh, if you drop the egg, people could die. Their lives on the line, mm-hmm. and that leads us to something else that we we wanted to hit when we talk about the amazing journey that your cars take across the world to meet you, and that is that this kind of endeavor, this kind of trip. Not only is it complicated, not only is there a lot on the line, but it can also be dangerous. We'll tell you why after a word from our sponsor. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. 
It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And we are back. Kurt, this is something you and I talked about a little bit off air, and I think maybe we alluded to it in the episode already. But there have been a lot of accidents with roll-on and roll-off vessels. There have been, yeah. You see, it turns out that there are quite a few row-row vessels that have taken on water and capsized or actually sank due to one problem or another. Problems with the loading doors, pretty common. Problems with vehicle decks and other things that could happen to any vessel. Yeah, I would imagine that when one of these begins to take on water, it fills those giant cavities fairly quickly. And I guess that's why they're so disastrous when... And if they do have issues where they start to to leak. Probably one of the worst disasters in terms of human life was the MS Estonia in 1994. And of course, some of these are uh, passenger ships as well. Yes. Because I would imagine that a lot of the pure car only or vehicle only rows wouldn't have too many people on them. That's true. You want to minimize the amount of people you need on board. But yeah, the Estonia was a row row but it was it was a ferry so it had a lot of passengers on it and in the sinking of the estonia in 1994 852 people lost their lives 
you can see list of different row-row accidents. Now, not all of these are huge disasters, but they do continue to happen. For instance, consider the story of the MV Golden Bay, which capsized on September 9th, 2019. And that's a, that's a car carrier through and through. Here's how things went down. It was at the Port of Brunswick Harbor after it unberthed and was heading toward the Port of Baltimore. It had some serious listing and they immediately closed the port. The United States Coast Guard sent a rescue mission to find four of the 23 crew members that went missing. They were all eventually rescued. They appeared to be in okay health. And as far as they could guess, the incident was probably caused by a sudden loss of stability. Maybe they had stowed the cargo incorrectly, or maybe the water ballast was miscalculated. They were carrying Kia and Hyundai cars that were meant to be delivered in the Middle East. A Hyundai executive said, well, there was some kind of internal fire and it couldn't be controlled, then it capsized. So people still weren't completely in agreement on what happened. Mm. And can you imagine if we were loading those cars ourselves, we definitely wouldn't want people to say something was wrong with the way it was stacked in, you know? For sure. And although there were no lives lost in this accident, obviously there's an environmental impact to the general or to the surrounding area where the accident happens, as well as damage to the cargo. You know, all those, all those cars. And they have a lot of redundant safety measures in place. It's just that you can't plan for everything. You know what I mean? And the weird thing is that these seagoing pure car carriers, Roro car ferries, have a reputation on the seas for being what's called high-risk design. They're considered notoriously tough to keep stable. And they've actually been referred to before as roll-on, rollovers. <laughs> Clever. Yeah, kind of like uh, when Jeep gets a hard time, you know? And we know that any improperly secured loading door can cause the ship to start to take on water and sink. That happened in 87 with the Herald of Free Enterprise. It can also... This is so weird, but water sloshing on the deck can make something called the free surface effect. And this makes the ship unstable and it makes it capsize. Hmm. Free surface water on a deck was uh, the likely cause of the 1968 capsizing of the TEV Wahine. But you might ask, why would people do this if it were so risky, right? The sheer volume that you can ship in this manner would justify the risk involved. Really, how else are you going to get a massive amount of vehicles from Japan mm -hmm. to the United States or from the United States to other countries around the world? This just seems like it's the most cost-effective and safest option, even with the accidents that can happen. Yeah, and people are still working on and refining the Roro idea. There are a couple different variations of Roro that you've, you may have heard of. One is the LMSR, large, medium speed, roll on, roll off, which refers to some military craft. And these are the things that are purposely built to carry, you know, armored vehicles mm -hmm. and other military cargo. Then there's the Conroe. The Conroe is a hybrid of the Roro and a container ship. Conroe ships are pretty cool because they can carry a, you guessed it, combination of containers along with heavy equipment, oversized cargo, and cars. Mm -hmm. So 
Well, yeah. plenty of cars are shipped in containers as well. That's exactly. a very common way for individuals to ship cars. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, lay it on me. But yeah, usually when you would want to ship a car overseas, most people probably think of enlisting the services of a company that would use just a giant shipping container to haul the car in and put it on just your standard container ship. And normally they can get one or two vehicles, depending on the size of the car, into these containers. They build wooden ramps and and whatnot to elevate one car over the other if the size is right. Yeah. Um, but it's a fairly, fairly safe, tried and true way to ship a car. It's just a little bit more invasive. There's a little bit, if you're concerned about your vehicle getting scratched, because there's a lot of handling when you're shipping in a cargo container. It's yeah. a lot less, if you're rolling the car on and off the ship, a lot less can happen to the car that way. When you ship in a container, if they're going to stack the cars, they would have to go around your car and build a, basically a, it's a wooden structure around your car to elevate the other car above it. So obviously things can happen there. But it's a pretty neat option to explore, though, if you're looking to ship your car. And you can find plenty of people and outfits online that have pretty good reps uh, that will give you a quote. I suggest shopping around Mm -hmm. if you're shipping a car. Read Read the the reviews, reviews, of course. Always read the reviews. And then if you're able to see what kind of shipping vessel they're going to use, let me know if they've got some uh, extra, extra seats. (laughs) Maybe this will be the time I can ride along with your car across the high seas. So this concludes today's episode, but not our show. Have you ever worked on a cargo ship? Have you ever shipped a car across the planet? If so, let us know. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we are. CarStuffHSW on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And carstuffshow.com is where you can find us on the World Wide Web. With every single episode that we have ever, ever done, Kurt, Scott, and I just going back, oh gosh, going back further than I would like to admit. As always, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, tune in for our next episode. Thanks, everyone. Car Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.